Welcome to the Orange Socks Podcast, where we are inspiring life despite a diagnosis. I'm your host, Dr. Gerald Nebaker. So, Candace, uh, tell me a little bit about your sibling with a disability. Um, my sibling is the youngest of 11. Um, Whoa, that's yeah, a lot. We're a big old traditional Mexican family. Uh-huh. So she's the most spoiled one. Uh-huh. One, because she's the baby of 11, and two, because she has Down syndrome. Okay, when did your parents find out that she had Down syndrome? My parents, well, my mom, I call her an expert at having babies. So when she was pregnant, she felt like it was something was different with that pregnancy. And she was the one that kept telling the nurses she wanted more testing done because she felt like there was something different with that baby. In utero. Mm-hmm. And I, I've asked her like, what was different? And she was always like, I can't explain it. I just knew something was a little different. And when she was born, she's the only one out of my mom that was a C-section. So my mom had us all natural birth and she was the C-section. And when she was born, we were a lot of kids in a van jumping around the car seats and with my dad in the front seat just waiting for my mom to be done. And yeah, that's when Angelita was born. So you found out really that she had Down syndrome when she was born. Mm-hmm. How much older are you than your sister? Angelita is 20 and I'm 27. Okay, so you're so seven. Older, seven years. Mm-hmm. What were your thoughts when your folks told you that your sister had Down syndrome? Well, they didn't tell us until she was already born, so we didn't know. But my mom always said, like, she has Down syndrome, but she's still the same, and I want you to treat her exactly the same. And when they started fighting with each other, then she was like, okay, that's not what I meant. I didn't mean (laughs) you guys could go free for all. Um, So So you have some other siblings between you and and your Mm -hmm. sister. Yeah, I have four younger than me. Okay, including her? Including her, so it'd be... Jacob, Sara, Diane, and Angelita. Okay, and so they were doing the typical siblings thing. Yeah, like (laughs) one day me and my mom got home and you hear everybody yelling in the living room and we walk into the living room and it's the three younger girls. They're all yelling, fighting for the computer. And my mom was like, I get it. I told you all to treat her the same, but you can't be yelling at her for the computer. One was like, I need to do homework. I need to do homework. So it was pretty funny just seeing like- That's great. You get along as the same with any other sibling. Sure. What were some of the challenges that you had with her that you knew about as, as an older sibling? Where we were from and where we were raised and stuff, there wasn't a lot of resources for my sister. So you really didn't see any other families with a sibling with Down syndrome or any disability. Like it was just more of a, everybody kept them hidden. Mm -hmm. So when we would see someone, we're like, wow, someone with Down syndrome, like, cause we weren't used to it. So that was different. Like going to elementary school and my mom having to drag all of her machines with her because she was on a G-tube and oxygen and stuff. Oh, so she had some technical dependency. Yeah, yeah oh, she okay. had, um, she, she was, when she was born, she was really, really ill. And for the first six months of her life, we didn't see her because they flew her out to a different hospital. And my mom dropped everything. We didn't have money, but my mom dropped everything just to go to a different hospital, just to get her her care. The When she was born, it was just a very, even though it was only just 20 years ago, there was a very ugly story towards her. When she was born, the doctors told my mom, why don't you just forget you had her? 
And that really upset my mom. And she was all like, I'll forget I met you. They gave her the, her baby, my sister, wrapped in her own IVs and said, you figure it out. And a nurse from the hospital saw that and contacted a different hospital, which in a different city. So we flew out, my mom flew out because they could only afford one ticket for her and the baby. And they flew out and she lived. She's like, I went with just what I had on my back and the baby. So she was out there for six months and just staying in my sister's rooms. So we knew from the beginning, like there was a lot of complications. And then her room, when she finally came back home, it looked like a hospital room. You heard beeping, you saw lights, you saw um, vapor stuff. It just like everything moving. And we always wanted to go and sleep with the baby. Like even till today, we call her the baby. So it's not Angelita, it's the baby. <laughs> Interesting. Does she still need all of that mm -mm. equipment? Nope. Okay. How, how long before she was able to be off of that? It took a few years. The G-tube was the feeding tube. That's the one that took the, I guess, the longest uh, that I remember. And I remember she started yanking it out. And she would, my mom was combing her hair one day in the bathroom and she yanked it out. My mom completely freaked out and she was just like, oh my God. And yeah, she, it was just her way of saying, I want to eat now. Like, ah. I don't need this. So That's funny. Now you would see her and she eats anything she wants. <laughs> Let me ask this, that, and it may not have affected you, maybe it did, maybe some of your other younger siblings, but there's a, an interesting phenomenon that I've learned since I've been talking with uh, siblings, and that's uh, the, the glass child syndrome. And, and what that means is, is that the needs of the child with a disability are so great that the parents look right through the other children's needs to take care of that that child with a disability, so thus they are become a glass child. My parents just looked right through me to, because of the, all the acute needs of my uh, of my uh, sister in this case. Did any of that uh, occur within your family? Do you think? I don't feel it did. We came from such a big family; it was more of a buddy system. Oh. So we didn't have like yeah, my mom wouldn't be like, oh, super attentive of just one child because she had so many. Right. So, but it was just the buddy system always pairing up and yeah. you had your buddy and we, we didn't feel that neglect or the glass yeah. syndrome. Yeah, yeah, glass child. What did your friends think of your sister? Or are you with a sister now with Down syndrome? What were some of their reactions? From what I remember, like in elementary, because that's when I was, I was in elementary when Angelita was born. They just knew she was a little different, mainly because my mom would take us up to school and when she would take Angelita out of the car, it was a whole process of taking machines and yep. on a little, like a thing with wheels so uh -huh. she could wheel it behind her. So everybody grew to love her and it, she just grew into the community. Like everybody knew her, all our neighbors, everybody at church, everybody like at our school. Like it was just like everybody knew Angelita. So, so she was the celebrity. She is the celebrity. <laughs> She's still very celebrity-like diva. Oh, isn't that interesting? Yeah. That's, that's fun. Tell me about some of the, the joys you've experienced in having her in your life. I say she's my best friend. She always tries to sneak away with me when I go home. She'll will be like, where's Angelita? And someone will peek out the door, like the window and she'll be sitting in my car, but she'll want to go with me. Uh, we've been in a flocorico class together, which is a dance class where mm -hmm. you use your skirts. And uh, we hang out. I teach her the sassy comebacks, oh. which my other sisters don't appreciate, but I think <laughs> it's funny. 
one sister would always tell her to clean her room and clean your room, clean your room. And one day I was like, leave her alone. If she doesn't want to clean her room, she doesn't have to. And she was like, no, she needs to clean her room. So one day I taught her, I was like, she tells you clean your room, you tell her on my own time. I'll do it on my own time. <laughs> so yeah, so now she's very sassy and she'll just snap her fingers, roll her head and say, on my own time. <laughs> or I also taught her how to say, calm down, woman. Uh. <laughs> and she uses, when my sisters called me, I didn't live at home no more. One day my sister called me really upset. She's like, are you teaching Angelita all of these sassy comments? And I'm like, like what? Well, she just told me down woman. And I was just like, did she use it in the right context? And she goes, she did. Perfect context. So I was like, that's all that matters. <laughs> so that's great. It's pretty funny. She knows that she's, she's sassy and it's that, pretty funny. Isn't that great? What do you hope for your sister uh, for, for her future? So she's 20 now and my mom's older mm -hmm. and she's getting sick. I hope she comes lives with me. I want her to live with me. I based my whole career on Down syndrome. So I work in an organization that I love, that does wonderful things, because they're doing so much for families that I wish my family was able to receive when we were growing up, or have those events and see other families that you're not alone, because that's what we always felt. Like we were just always a different family, other than being so big. Mm -hmm. Did your sister then affect your career choice? She didn't affect my career choice, but it was a giant impact on it. I moved out of state, and when I moved out of state, I wanted some belonging of home. I don't have family out here. And my connection was I want to volunteer, and that's how I started volunteering. And mm. first thing that came to mind to volunteer and close to heart was Down syndrome. So mm. like, I want to help out a family that has someone in their family, so. If somebody came to you and said, hey, you know, I. I, my mom just had a baby with Down syndrome. You know, what advice would you give me? What advice would you give a, a fellow sibling? I would say it's gonna be the best thing you've done. Like you have, that sibling's gonna show you way more than you think. My sister, I say she has superpowers. We played charades between us siblings. One of my brothers had my sister's name in, on his card. And all we had to say was, She's super cute and she has superhuman strength. Those are the two clues he got and he was like, Angelita. Yeah. They'll show you more than you think. You learn together as a family. We learn signs with because of Angelita. You learn patience, just knowing she'll take a little longer, but that's fine because there's no rush for most of the time. So it's just like you have to take your time or you have to learn her language. She's nonverbal, so sometimes it's like everybody in the kitchen trying to figure out what she's saying. I've learned a lot from her, and she's my best friend, like I said. That's great. And so your plan then is to have her live with you. Yeah, but several siblings are fighting for... I was going to ask that. Mm -hmm. So the other siblings are, where does your mom want her to be? So my mom always said she didn't want to like us to have to worry if anything were to happen to her. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, when she was born, the plan was to move to Mexico, and that's where they were going to retire, her, my dad, and Angelita. And that was the plan since she was born. And now me working in an organization that deals with just resources, I'm just like, that's the worst thing you could possibly do. Like, there's no resources, there's no help out there. And now my mom's seeing that. She's like, I could see that she would just be in the house on a computer all day. And 
that's not a life. So she's now starting to see and looking into it. And I told her, I was like, I begged my mom to send her out to me for the summer at least. Because mm -hmm. she's still in school. Oh, uh-huh. So she's in culinary school right now. Oh, yeah. had that fun. Yes, it is. It was very interesting. Like, we're like, oh, she's going to be a chef, so. That's awesome. So she's in culinary school right now. So I, I always beg my mom to send her out to me for the summer. I just want her. How do you think you're going to settle where she's going to land up if you've got four siblings vying for? I don't know. We Some of my siblings said that's fine if she goes with one and the other one said with the other. But right now, I think it's between me and another sister. So it's a topic we kind of just avoid at the moment. Thanks for listening to this episode. Orange Socks is an initiative of Rise Incorporated, a nonprofit organization dedicated to supporting and advocating for people with disabilities. Follow Orange Socks on Facebook and Instagram and visit our website, orangesocks.org, for more stories and to find national and local resources to help parents of children with disabilities.